Okay, well, I have a fun fact. So we were talking about Six Flags. Yeah. Last week. Mm -hmm. Great adventure. Great adventure for us. Six Flags for other people. Mm -hmm. Magic Mountain for... Magic Mountain. That was one that I thought of as well. For California. As we were listening to it. I think that they call it Magic Mountain in California. I don't know if they call it Six Flags. It's in a Roxanne Shantae song. It was, I believe it was J.J. Fad's response to Roxanne Shantae. Another ho. Me and Shantae went to Magic Mountain. We got on a ride. It's called the Free Fall. So they are from the He's West Coast. JJ J. Fads okay. from yeah, they were they were LA Electro. So they people call say, it Magic Mountain. People say Magic Mountain. Magic Mountain. Okay, so I was wondering what are the six flags? Which six flags? You know? Yeah. Like, what are the six flags that? Is it some Confederacy thing. Yeah. Wow. So the six flags because six flags was founded in Texas. The six flags are the six different nations that have governed Texas. Uh-huh. So we have Spain, mm-hmm. France, mm-hmm. Mexico, mm-hmm. the Republic of Texas, mm-hmm. the United States of America, and the Confederate States of America. Uh-huh. My history of Texas is really limited to the Alamo, mm-hmm. only because of Pee Wee's Big Adventure, mm-hmm. Adobe. Okay, so yeah, I... Didn't she like to take yeah. her gum out of her mouth? <laughs> When she says Adobe. <laughs> but Jan, what's her name? Jan Hooks. Jan Hooks. I don't know when Texas became a state. And I also didn't realize that they were part of the Confederacy because that kind of seemed like far away. Yeah, but they feel real Confederacy to me. They uh, For sure. I mean, it's not, West. it's not West enough. It, it was the seventh state in the new Confederacy. Well, speaking of slavery, actually, I want <laughs> my fun fact. Uh, well, it's I mean, fun. yeah. I, it, it is because it's about the amazing life of Elizabeth Keckley, who I mentioned at the end of our book club last week when I uh, right. suggested the book. Yeah. So she had an amazing life. I mean, it really was. It was astounding. She lived till she was like 90. She was born in the early 1800s. She was born into slavery. She had a child from the rape of a white man. Uh, she was beat when she was five because she was fostering. a. Ch- she was like looking after the child. You tells, love opening with a bummer. Well. Get past that. She buys herself out of slavery. She's a really good seamstress. And she has this whole other chapter of her life. The point is that the life was remarkable prior to this. And then she buys herself out of slavery, ends up uh, dressing for Jefferson Davis's wife. And she he was the president of the the, uh, Confederacy, the Confederate States. Speaking of these weird and Abe Lincoln's. Oh, and so basically the book, I mean, the book, it starts with her story and then she's like, but mary todd lincoln let me tell you about her she was i mean i feel bad for her because like a bunch of her sons her husband was murdered oh her yeah children died yeah, yeah yeah she had like two or three kids that died so she went crazy so she went she went out of her mind and she was always a pain in the ass according oh, yeah. to elizabeth she's, keckley yeah. because then she wrote this book and she's like get a load of this bitch <laughs> by the way this book behind the scenes it came out mm, when did it come out it came out while mary lincoln was still alive oh my god that's when she completely cut off um communication at that point so ben yagoda and the, there was this book called memoir it's awesome it's about the history of the memoir and ben yagoda who wrote it put it like this today we're used to celebrities underlings or relatives writing books that air all sorts of dirty laundry behind the scenes may have originated the genre so it started it was mm. it was it was totally disdained first when this tell book all. came out first tell all about someone the gossipy tell mm. all and like back in the day for a while, the word memoir was exactly that. It was like just kids. It was a book in which the author is present, but not the main character. They were writing about somebody else they knew. Like if uh, I wrote a book about you. Okay. 
that would be your memories of me my memoir also mary todd lincoln at the time has a terrible reputation because she was like seventy thousand dollars in debt when abe died oh she and she spent a ton of money renovating the white house and like buying all new china that she wasn't supposed to be spending everyone was annoyed with her Yes, everyone was annoyed with her. She, he dies, but there's also no support for her. There's no yeah. like pension or yeah. anything. So the book is disdained at first and then it becomes so influential, which just goes to show that things sometimes things age well, especially this book, because it's so petty. It'll just be like about how like Mary Todd talked shit about that general that everybody liked. And she was like, I think he's a humbug. I think he's fake. She hated everybody. <laughs> I think he's a humbug. She, that's what she said about this guy. Yeah. And and so it's like a lot of real petty details. That's what I love the most about it. It's a remarkable life. It's crazy. But she's also like just cataloging every ridiculous thing that came out of Mary Todd's mouth. So, so like so in such a forward thinking way of like, this is the shit people are going to want to hear. Totally. About. Yeah. It's the main source of the of the of any Mary Todd. Right. What you know. Biography. Oh, is, wow. Yeah. It's 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 like it's canon. And also it because she, it's really candid. She, and Probably. she was the only one that was in the house besides the Lincolns yeah. after Abe was shot. So she had the front row right. seat to it, you know, and yeah. she talks about her like, she was freaking the fae, out and how awful it was. And, the Faye Resnick. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> she was there. It's so amazing. Uh, so the fun fact, as told by Elizabeth Keckley, is this, that Abraham Lincoln loved goats. Mr. Lincoln was fond of pets. He had two goats that knew the sound of his voice, and when he called them, they would come bounding to his side. In the warm, bright days, he and Ted would sometimes play in the yard with these goats for an hour at a time. One Saturday afternoon, I went to the White House to dress Mrs. Lincoln. I had nearly completed my task when the president came in. It was a bright day, and walking to the window, he looked down into the yard, smiled, and, turning to me, asked, "'Madam Elizabeth, you are fond of pets, are you not?' "'Oh, yes, sir,' I answered. "'Well, come here and look at my two goats. I believe they are the kindest and best goats in the world.' See how they sniff the clear air and skip and play in the sunshine? Woo, what a job, <laughs> he exclaimed as one of the goats made a lofty spring. Madam Elizabeth, did you ever before see such an active goat? <laughs> Using a moment, he continued. He feeds on my bounty and jumps with joy. Do you think we could call him a bounty jumper? But I flatter the bounty jumper. My goat is far above him. I would rather wear his horns and hairy coat through life than demean myself to the level of the man who plunders the national treasury in the name of patriotism. The man who enlists into the service for consideration and deserts the moment he receives his money, but to repeat the play is bad enough. But the men who manipulate the grand parlated into a speech. The worms that crawl in the dark hidden places of earth. Real blowhard. <laughs> blowhard but really love the goats. Yeah, I mean, well, it was they're effusive. really cute. I, I, follow, I get a lot of goat content on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love well. goats. Yeah. I love goats. Oh, they're like I've dogs. All, uh, yeah. People have them in their house. I mean, I wouldn't for, because of the shit and they're. Their hooves would probably ruin the floors, but they, when they're little babies, oh my God, they really, and they do, they bounce around like that. They like to have fun. 
So then Keckley changes her focus to Mrs. Lincoln, of Don't course. Let me hear it. How earnestly they look. There they go again. What jolly fun. And he laughed outright as the goats bounded swiftly to the other side of the yard. Oh, they're still on the goats. Just then, Mrs. Lincoln called out, Come, Elizabeth. If I get ready to go down this evening, I must finish dressing myself, or you must stop staring at those silly goats. Mrs. Lincoln was not fond of pets. <sighs> and she could not understand how Mr. Lincoln could take so much delight in his goats. <laughs> what a bitch. She, she hated everything. No, I'm Mary Todd I know. Real she cranky. hated everything. <laughs> Everyone and everything that anything like. Um, and also, you know, I mean, I, there is a distinct irony that she's talking to this black woman like this when her husband is the one responsible for, yeah, emancipating the enslaved people. You know, like it's not it just goes to show like what that model, how that model continued to endure. And like her rage is super righteous, I think. I mean, Elizabeth Keckley is basically I can't think of someone that I admire more at this point, really. <laughs> um, she goes back to to her, the people that enslaved her, the family who've fallen into disrepair Ooh. after the Civil War is over. And. She was back, what, to see what happened to them? Just, yeah, she was curious about them. And people would be like, um, she talks about people being like, that's crazy. They yeah, held you crazy. in bondage. And she's like, it's my history. And it's part of what made me me. And I did have connections with these people. And, you know, you, you don't love to hear it, but it also shows a kind of fractured mindset, a way that she was dealing with this situation that was imposed upon her, you know? had this like nice reunion and they rolled out the red carpet for her and everybody was really impressed with where she'd gone in life you know i mean she really did it yeah and she was wait so what happened with the, when she went back to the so family she has this conversation it's so insane mrs garland she asked elizabeth do you always feel kindly towards me because they're talking about reminiscing and she and elizabeth said to tell you candidly miss Anne." i have but one unkind thought and that is that you did not give me the advantages of a good education what I have learned has been the study of after years. And then the former enslaver says, you are right. I did not look at things then as I do now. I've always regretted that you were not educated when a girl, but you have not suffered much on this score since you get along in the world better than we do. Uh, we who enjoyed every educational advantage in childhood. I don't think our mind was changed about education. They deliberately didn't educate them because they didn't want them to be able to like read train schedules and things. All kinds escape. of things. Yeah. yeah, of course. You Ignorance you, it allows a certain amount of control. You see this happening like, yeah. over and over again. Oh, God. Speaking of control. All right. I don't know who Steven Crowder is. I yeah, know I don't that he's know what like, this is either. He's adjacent. I, he's, they're always saying his name when they're saying other people's names. I've I don't heard, like. I've only ever heard men talk about him. Right. Uh, straight men. Sorry. Straight. It's like what's his white name? Jordan men. Peterson. I hear them yes, their he, names there, together. There's a Venn diagram that, to be right, had. Uh-huh. Uh, Kamala uh -huh. of like Jordan Peterson, Joe Rogan, Steven uh -huh. Crowder. I don't know. I under I really I understand like looking at what things are hitting a nerve and stuff but also there's like a lot of amplification of such some bullshit that i hear from like i don't understand why people care about what candace owens says ever hasn't she proven herself to be just i don't know the worst yeah why the worst does anyone actor, even not not particularly smart uh you know it's smart enough to i guess shave off nuance of nuances of certain points of view and understand that that's an effective 
great. I mean, I think that... She's not emotionally intelligent, or at least it's not on display if she is. Oh, no, I think that she is. I think that she does everything on purpose because right. she knows that it's... No, I think that everybody's like that, and Coulter's like that. The yeah. whole right is just that. It's just performance art. I mean, Tucker Carlson, we saw it. That's all it is, and people allow it to happen, I guess, because they're entertained by it. I guess that's... It's ultimately wrestling, right? Professional wrestling, where it's like... We all know it's fake, but it's a good show, right? Well, that's kind of like what Real Housewives is like for me. Well, I mean, sure, that's reality TV. We're talking about like people who like are potentially like shaping and influencing thought, you know? Okay, so Steven Crowder, yeah, like he's one of those like Jordan Peterson types like about masculinity. He has Mm -hmm. ideas about like women and like marriage and, Mm -hmm. you know, they have a role to play. And Yashar Ali, I got to tell, hats off. He got, he got the, he broke the story. He broke the story. Yeah. He good. got the video. Well, good. He's Hats out there off. doing his thing. Yeah. He, but yeah, Steven Crowder, he's disgusting. He's on this ring cam yelling at his right. pregnant wife. She's like eight months pregnant with twins. Like he was just like being such a dick. And he yeah. kept telling her that she wasn't doing her wifely duties. It was everything you think about those people. Right, right, right. Exactly. He was just saying it because right. he didn't realize he was being recorded. Right, right, right. And then when they go inside, he tells her he's going to fuck her up. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. Here's exactly what I'm talking about. Exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. Newsweek. Okay. Headline. Candace Owens condemns horrific Steven Crowder abuse video. Why do I care? Like, why is her opinion a headline? Did Jamila Jamil say something? I, I bet. <laughs> I don't know who Steven Crowder is, but I don't like him. That's kind of my take. <laughs> <laughs> She's still a broken clock. Steven Crowder is that guy in that meme where he's sitting at a table and it's like, blah, 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 change my mind. <clears throat> that's, you know, that's is that him. literally him? Yeah, it's literally him. Okay, because he did kind of sketchy things on Fox. I'm, ske- well, I'm sure they were sketchy in more morally. In more ways than one. Yes, but also they were sketches. Yes. Right. Sketchy yeah. sketches. Skits? Is it skits or sketches? It depends on what you feel like saying. I don't know. SNL is always sketch. Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, and then what's that? SNL rules? Well, um, I think that we Ooh, should. Oh, I have a correction. Okay. And this freaks me out. Okay, Border was a Swedish movie. When we were when we did the podcast, we were talking about that 2018 cop drama where they're yeah. I don't I don't even say were they ogres or something. I don't, I don't know. know what they were. I they was afraid to the... even say anything because I thought they were real. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's the, they're making a movie with these two people. Okay, it's called Border. Did I just call it Borders? No, you it, called it Border. Okay, it was Swedish. I said with such authority, moving on, I was like, that Danish movie. No, it's Danish. What? Like, well, they were probably working at the Danish-Swedish border. Maybe. Maybe probably. it crosses over. But but still, like, I don't know. It, it says very clearly on its Wikipedia, 2018 Swedish film. I said Danish. Okay. What, what gets into me? I don't know. They, they're all Nordic. <sighs> You want to see if we have any calls? Um, sure. We could also give our number now, 347-450-4239. He didn't sing it. Yeah. 347-450-4239. There- <laughs> it's, it's not bad. That's, that's an enduring chestnut. Like just every kind of commercial that comes on during Judge Judy. <laughs> Judge Judy. Uh, yeah. All those. It's yeah. like Empire. Uh-huh. Um, Sleepies. Definitely. Sleepies, yes. Uh, uh, Selene and Barnes. Selena and Barnes. Selena and Barnes. Well, one of them's dead. One of them died in a plane crash. Do you know about Selena and Barnes? Well, I know that they broke up. They're fucking drama. Wait, which wow. one died? Was it Selena or Barnes? 
That's a really dramatic life. I would like to see that movie. We should, I, we should do <laughs> a <laughs> Barn story. Yeah, a movie. Yeah. They should make a movie about them. October 2020, Barnes, along with his niece Elizabeth, were killed in the crash. Oh my God. Of I don't a I single didn't engine. This was, this was plane. very dark COVID times. Yeah. They dissolved the firm completely in June 2020. Okay. They took that PPP money and they got out of there. I guess so. Right. <laughs> I think. All right. So when they just. Sorry. When. So then. The di- <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. My brain is going so what fast. What in the world? <laughs> it's going. <laughs> I just said okay. every word at the same time. Take me back. Okay. All right. When Selena and Barnes had their issues, I think e. that they took off with the PPP money. PPP. Why did I say PPE? That was also a thing back then. Okay. Personal right. protective equipment. Okay. That's right. Yes. That's right. <laughs> but PPP or. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing you didn't have to pay back. Then they dissolved, and then it became Selena Law and Barnes Firm. Wow! Can I do it? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do a deep dive on this later. I'm really interested to see where that leads. Okay. Well, can I play you Italo Disco? Okay. People in Italy say Italo Disco. Okay. You know, so uh, I won't do that, but know that I want to. You know, I'll just say Italo. What do you? What do they say? Italo disco. Yeah, that's like how they say. It. At least it's like the Italo. Oh, Italo. Yeah. <laughs> there is a um an onion headline once that was like about a guy at a Mexican restaurant, and it's like man ordering off menu can't decide whether to sound like an idiot or an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> there was there was also a tweet that somebody when. When Bonnie Vare won the uh, that year that that they won all the Grammys, you know who Bonnie Vare? Who's that? You know that band, that guy band, you know that like earthy, crunchy. I don't even know what it, what does it even sound like. It's Justin Vernon. He's worked with Taylor Swift and stuff. There. I missed. I missed it. But what what is, what was it about? Somebody said very much the same thing because um because it's spelled B O N I V E R. So oh, Bon Iver, Bon, bon Iver. Iver. Yes, exactly. So what are they called? Bonnie Bear. Bonnie Bear. They should have spelled it different then. Well, they should. And then Bonnie Bear trended oh, during the Grammys that year. Oh, Bonnie Bear. Bonnie Bear. That was like a hashtag. <laughs> okay. Bonnie Bear. All right. I didn't know all that, but I thought that they were Bon Iver. Are they American? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, then you know what. Get over yourselves. <laughs> Okay. I don't know. I don't know what stance they take on the pronunciation of their name. They're probably actually kind of enigmatic about it. I think Justin Vernon's kind of a cool guy. Rico. Oh, okay. Really? <laughs> what does he look like? He looks like what you'd expect. It's him not to look Bon like. Iver. This is wild to me. I mean, this is exactly what I would say Bon Iver looks like. Ugh. Right? Okay. <laughs> you know? I thought are they I thought they were an indie band. Yeah. Oh, okay, he looks a little country to me. Uh, I think they might have country inclinations. I I honestly couldn't tell I you. I couldn't a tell song. you one song. But but he he collaborated with Kanye West, and I mean you know. Yeah, Lacroix. That's how people say it, right? Lacroix. It's You're talking La about the seltzer. Yeah, but it's Lacroix. Yes. Right, you would say it like Lacroix, but there's already Lacroix. You know the the fashion brand. I so know. I think that well, people. That's how everyone should know that that's how you say it. 
It's true. Obviously, the makers of LaCroix Sparkling Water did not watch AbFab. I, think I was very excited when most people when Brian did his from. collab with LaCroix because of AbFab. I was yeah. like, that is so cool. Yeah, no, I was. That was awesome. Brian Rich's boyfriend. Right. Brian, Brian Kenny. Kenny. It's like, I don't know. It's like every few years I get a disease where I what? just listen to Italo disco constantly. Oh, okay. And it gets more intense every time. Well, because it's so, you know, what it is, is it's this very technologically forward music that's also so cheesy, but it's also so amazing what they were trying to represent as plausible pop star. You know, it's okay. just a bunch. It just seems like they're all like insane people. Is it you very know? popular there? It, it, like, yes, but certain pockets. And then like Dolce Vita, which is one of the things that I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm debating whether to, <laughs> to play you. Actually, I'll play you this one. This is better. This is a video. And there's dancers. Are that, those men or women behind him? Uh, mix. Okay. Uh, that's another thing, too, is that I never really thought before to watch the videos, and it really, <laughs> really elevates the experience. Yeah, I, I can have imagine. To say. Yeah. So that's that's another thing, too. I mean, well, you'll, you'll hear the music is outlandish enough. All right, there's a guy in like a suit <laughs> with sunglasses on, like an older gentleman standing in the middle of these dancers. And his name is Ogar. Okay. <laughs> that's it just one name like there was madonna oh. there was Cher. mononym ogar uh and he's gonna sing for you <laughs> okay Oh, there's like guys losing their hair. <laughs> Is that her part of this dance troupe? It's about a 12-person dance troupe that yeah. are highly choreographed, like kicks and stuff. Yeah. Taking it really seriously. Yeah. So there's their intensity. There's the intensity of the synths. It's just kind of this weird surging, like, I don't know. There's like an anxiousness and a scariness. Oh, like so much of this music sounds like music to be murdered by. Yeah, I like think. Giorgio Moroder, right? Exactly. Well, it was like it was basically because of Moroder that they all decided to do this. And they then were like, techno- yeah, they were like, okay, we gotta sound like murders. Oh my god. <laughs> Is this guy Italian? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, he looks like he looks like Jack Nicholson, like, you know, like at the like at a at the Oscars, like when he got older and he was wearing like his sunglasses, like at the Oscars, like you know, uh, he's like out of shape, but has, but and his like his hair is receding, but he still has kind of a sexiness to him. So always, <laughs> you know, Jack is forever. Yeah. Oh, but have you seen him? <laughs> well, I, I mean, I sent the picture. I, I saw the, oh, the right, Daily right, Mail right, thing. Right. Yeah. He's got perky boobs. <laughs> he's he's very disheveled. It looks like. I hope he's all right. 
I think he's like 90. I missed this Jack. Yeah, there's something. There is something sexy about this guy. <laughs> so you like this guy? <laughs> that is insane. Oh, wait a second. Guy's teeth are gross. They're really. He has very thin teeth. He also Narrow. looks like Ted from Accounting. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? But, I, but he has sunglasses on, so it gives him... And his uh, confidence cool. level is what's making him seem a little bit sexy. <laughs> I love that you love Ogar. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's like a... What, can you play a little bit more? He's like oh, a... Yeah, sure. He's like a... You're like a dirtbag, like, Italian guy. Like, he totally would grab your ass on the street. He would it's say something. It's kind of something. what he's selling. Yeah. Because he has a mustache. That's important to mention. Yes. But it's a really, it's a well-maintained mustache. He's done, barely dancing. He's not even, like, he's looking, he's moving around like he's hearing the song he, he, for the first time <laughs> and is deciding if he's going to like it or not. He's, he's moving like, around like Frankenstein's doing <laughs> that. <laughs> you know? He's kind of blocky. Going, yeah. <laughs> that, he looks like he's sweeping. He also could be in the specials from that. You know, totally. he's like one of, because he's wearing a suit. He's wearing like a suit jacket and, and, a, and a skinny tie. Yeah. Do you think that like, okay, the guy that's balding, do you think that he's actually the choreographer and someone, someone <laughs> couldn't make it and so he had to get put on the outfit and get in there? Because I can't believe they would cast this guy. No, there's, there's a lot of casting issues <laughs> in this genre of music. It's actually as much what as you like Ogar, I can't <laughs> believe they cast him, really. <laughs> I mean, I've never seen anything like that before in music. He doesn't seem like a the like type. he would be like a pop star. No, <laughs> but that's but that's why it's this weird pantomime of pop with yeah. these people. It's and it becomes this like weird kind of like outsider art thing on top of For it. Sure. You know? I, I'm afraid to see what he looks like without his sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't worry, you won't have to. <laughs> Wait, is has he had any other hits? Um, Ogar, uh, I think he might have had a few. Uh, I, I don't know that this is could be called a hit, really. I mean, it has 184,000 views. Marco or Angaro. What's his real name? This part of... Uh, or do you want to move on? No, I'm just looking at pictures of Ogar. Ogar. <laughs> You're just into Ogar. How's he... How's, what's, what's up with him these days? What's he doing? Okay, it's not bad. All right. Wow. Ogar For, pulled it pulled it off. Look. Okay. It's, it's not bad. Okay, Ogar. He shaved all his hair off. He uh -huh. doesn't have He looks great. For what year is that that this is originally uh, in? Ogar uh Playback Fantasy 83. 40 years. 40 years of Playback Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> so 40 years after that? I mean, he looks incredible. He's still alive. A lot of them play these this like Russian festival. I noticed there's a kind of revival. Really? Yeah, there's a kind of revival thing. I know there's kind of a revival thing that happens every year in Russia. A lot of it is broadcast, but like Sabrina Salerno, you know, boys, 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 you know, boys, boys, boys. Yeah, we've 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 discussed. Yes, it. <laughs> it's part of our canon. Yeah, I, just making sure you haven't forgotten. It. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's just very eccentric pop music. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you could, you could, I mean, you could it's say pleasant it's, enough. I like that it has uh, 80s sitcoms, 80s sitcom theme vibes. Yeah, it does. It's very that. It's very like people like talking to each other, like making emphatic faces. You know how like yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, montage, but it would just be like people talking so much of the time. It was like a family sitcom and it would like show them talking yes. in a certain kind of way. They do that with Madonna and Evita. There, there's a lot of montages in Evita. The movie always wants to remind you of what you saw. Oh my god! <laughs> it's really like remember that. Oh. Remember when she did that? And yeah. That? Well, I mean, you might have to spark someone's memory because it's so fucking long. <laughs> it's really long. I, I do think it takes off at a certain point. I think when she's famous and doing all this shit and campaigning, I think then the movie like actually works. But, but we're talking like, about this on Wawu yeah. this week. Mad- part of our Madonna-thon. And part of the larger, larger Athonathon series. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are there phone calls? Probably. Okay. Oh, this was on 420. Someone called at 420 on 420. Uh, okay. 420 wow. AM, though. Okay, but thanks for but, thinking of us. Yeah. Wow. I just had a, woke up and had a dream about Rich. Okay. Which is weird, I know, but I won't go into it too much. But we were going into this abandoned house, and there's a party. And Rich, like, took a PBR off the table, and so I took one, too. It was a pounder, and I didn't want to drink the whole thing, so I was pouring it into a cup. And some lady came up and she was like, you can't drink that. Didn't you see the sign? That's for the people who live here only. And I felt so bad. And I like, gave her 20 bucks. And then I woke up and I was like, fuck, why did I give her 20 bucks? And I went downstairs because I leave my phone downstairs. And it was literally 420 on 420. So that's, that's that. That's it. If you want to hear more, we're going to be talking about other things on um, the bonus. And we're doing Evita Madonna-thon, so you go to patreon.com slash potpsychology for that. We also have a book club. Mm-hmm. We're reading Margaret Cho's I'm the One That I Want. I didn't hate Evita. To- huh? I didn't hate Evita. I never really want to watch it again. I never want to watch it again. I didn't but hate it. I didn't it. hate it. It was her best acting it was she's good. ever done. It was good. I believed the crying. It, I believed her in general. Get some more commentary like this. <laughs> On the Wawu tier of our Patreon. That's it. That's it. Thanks for coming. We'll probably end with some Italo disco of yeah, some kind. Yeah. Ogar? I, Ogar. Sure. <laughs> Play it again, Ogar. <laughs> <laughs>